The following is another dynamic message by Ryan Jacobs, prophet, teacher, and leader of the Empowered Church. Matthew chapter number 7 and verse number 13. Jesus says, Enter he in at the straight gate. For wide is, is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction and many there be that uh, go in thereat. But straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life and few there be that find it. Straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, unto the way, and few there be that find it. And so the gate into life that leads to life is is very straight it's a straight gate it's not a broad gate it is a it is a straight gate and understanding that is important because in our world there is a much broad living broad thinking you know, there's a broad base appeal. There's all kinds of things that we have. And, um, and, and in, in, uh, in our day, all these things about becoming broad, becoming acceptable, becoming relevant, and, and the likes. And it is important that, this, that we as God's people begin to understand that we are never going to be become preeminent in this life if we think broad. If we think broad, we'll, be, we'll think common. If we'll think common, we'll walk a common way, common thinking, common speech, a common outcome. And in our day, in the last day, there shall be much turmoil, much tribulation. And we must understand that we have to overcome the tribulation that is in the world. Jesus says, in this world, you have much tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus is singular. He is a standout. And then he said, my peace I give you, not as the world give you. This is not common peace. This, this is unique peace. This is a different type of peace. It comes from the Lord. And we have to understand that we have to move in our day, in this hour, demands 2022, that we move to a shift in our thinking and we move into a straight thinking. Amen. Say to your neighbor, say, neighbor, Think straight. Straight thinking is what this life demands. It is the only gate. It is the only way you find the gate that leads to the way. There's been much things at times we, we as, as a subtly, incrementally, we have through the years, the last decade or so, we have moved and creeped towards broad-based thinking. The world in their thinking, in their methodologies, have come into the church. The way we do things in our day is not the way Jesus did things or any of the apostles. Why? Because we look to the world. And we look, and we said to the world, you look, you, we said to ourselves, they look prosperous. They look successful. They look like they are succeeding. And we began to in, in, uh, incorporate into our own ways the thinking of the world. Therefore today you can't find you, you can hardly spot the difference between a believer and an unbeliever. You can switch a radio station and you will not know whether this is a Christian radio station or a secular radio station. The only time that you will know it is when they start to play the music. And maybe they have some uh, Lord in there and God in there. Why? But the way we should be, be, be able to, to, to determine why the way we are, it is in our, is in our mouths. It says that, they, that when they heard the apostles in Acts chapter number 4, they perceived by the way they spoke that they had been with Jesus. And so, you know, but our, what, what we have said, our, our sign is Christian knees. Praise the Lord, a brother, a glory to God, a hey, sister, praise God of his spot, hallelujah. All, all those things is what we think makes, makes a Christian. But it does not.
our speech. They said his speech betrayed them. Even, even Peter, warming himself at the, at the Passion Weekend, there at the night of the crucifixion. Just, just that, that overnight where, where, where they took Jesus. They said that you, you said your, your speech, but they were all Galilee, they were all people there from, 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 the, from the Jewish nation in Israel. But they said, uh, your speech betrays you. He denied it and he, and he used their speech. And he cursed. I don't know the man. Let me, let me change my speech. Let me try to assimilate into the way you speak. Later, they will still accuse Peter. But your speech as if you're being with Jesus. We, but we'll never get to, to our speech being changed if our thinking does not. And so we spoke about a few weeks ago about the straight gate. We said about the, the straight gate is this gate, the gate of the mouth. The wide gate is the gate of the mouth. For death and life is in the power of the tongue. And they that love it will eat the fruit thereof. Jesus said, out of the mouth come off. Out of the heart and open not what comes into the mouth, but what comes out of the mouth with the fire of the man. And so we understand. But, but, but how will our mouth change? Our thinking does not change. That's what the word says, you are transformed by the renewing of your mind. When your mind becomes renewed, you are transformed. Because your mind becomes renewed, your speech becomes renewed. What does the scripture says? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If you think straight, you'll be straight. And straight is that guy that leadeth unto eternal life. There are ways to, to move into the ways of God, into the ways of life. That's what the scripture says. Let your affections, let your mind be on, on heaven. It says, they will have, they say the spiritual mind, it minds the thing. They are after the spirit, they mind the things of the spirit. But they are after the flesh, they do mind the things of the flesh. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So you understand, therefore, how Jesus gave the peace. The peace is not some magic token that he gave, some hocus-pocus that he gave to his disciples now. He gave it. It's in the mind. It is in the words that he gave. Says these words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Therefore, Paul writing to the church at Philip says to them, he says, meditate on these things. Why? So that the peace of God, that God's your heart and mind Christ Jesus, will God that supposed to understanding will God your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. After you prayed, after you all these things, now you think on these things. Right? Philippians 4 verse number 8, there. Yeah? We have to come into a certain mentality. As we come, as we come into this week that we are now going to celebrate, this weekend coming up in the Easter weekend, as we're moving and preparing for this transition in, uh, in this, 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 this high point in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in our Christian heritage, uh, you know, we have to come into the mind of Jesus. Jesus didn't think like anybody else. You know, he, he, he knew what was coming up for him, but he didn't uh, think that it would be his destruction. He knew it would, it would be the victory. He knew that he was coming while they, while they were planning to take him under. While the devil could see that Judas was already his ground, he knew that this, this weekend I am killing you, Jesus. Before this pass, before we come to the Sabbath, you will be a dead man, Jesus. And the devil was thinking that way. He was reasoning that way. The Bible says they sought to kill him. 
They came after him. They were seeking to kill him. Eventually. So in the devil's mind, he was planning this thing against Jesus. is coming up against the Lord. And he, he knew that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you under your reign of casting out demons and healing the sick and raising the dead and, and, and disseminating and distributing uh, uh, the words of, of, of the eternal kingdom is over. And he laid the trap. And he think he was winning. But the Bible says that he, through his, that he, through his death, defeated, destroyed him, paralyzed him, stripped him of his armory. The devil, that one, the devil, who all our lives long has held us captive by, by the fear of death. But Jesus, through his death, defeated him. Jesus, on that, in that same week, in, this, in the Passion, Jesus would sit down with his disciples and say, Now, 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 now. If it eats this, this is my, my body broken, my blood shed for you. He already understood that I am about to destroy. This is the victory I'm about to accomplish for all of you. So that you can be with me in the eternal kingdom. I am a, I'm about to do something. And the devil said, I'm about to do something too. The devil was knowing what he's going to do. He, he reasoning was in a certain way because he thought he was ending Jesus. Jesus knew what was going to happen. Not only did he knew, actually Moses and Elijah appeared from heaven in the epic of his own, the glory of God. And Jesus was transformed. And Jesus in his glorified, heavenly shining form with Moses and Elijah. They were talking what was going to happen there. In glory. And after they spoke about it, the Bible says, "Very in the month of olives, you know, it, 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 it is spoken that, uh, that, uh, that a cloud overshadowed them. A bright cloud and a voice came down. It says, this is my beloved son. Hear he, him. Understanding that the father, and, they were, and, and, and what was it? He was signing off on the, on, on the uh, on the meeting, on the discussion topic of Moses and Elijah and Jesus, uh, 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 talking about the things that he would suffer at Jerusalem. The devil was also thinking about it, planning about it, scheming about it, and he was, his reasoning was, it is, uh, it is, we are killing him. We are ending him. We are finishing him. Jesus, uh, you know, saying, well, I am beginning something. Yeah. I, I am birthing my people. I, 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 I am bringing, I, I, I am restoring mankind to, to, to me. I am restoring them to eternity. I am bringing them life through my death. And that's why Jesus said, as often as you drink it. That's why Paul says, uh, you, uh, Paul says, David, what, that which I received of the Lord, I delivered unto you. And, so the, and he said that, that after you drink this cup uh, yeah, uh, and you eat this bread, this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Otherwise, uh, this is what Jesus gave to Paul there, 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 there in the desert of Arabia. And to say to him, this is my proclamation of my victory. What is the death? The death of Jesus is the victory of Jesus, the destruction of the devil. Therefore, everything that they plan, they always try to bring something in every in the last in, in, in uh, around Easter. It must be around Easter. They must make the date around Easter. Why? Because it just, every time we celebrate it, we are saying that the devil is paralyzed. It may, we may have been doing it for thousands of years, but I'm telling you, one of these days, our eyes will open and we will recognize that the devil has been paralyzed. One day, you're going to break the bread and, and you're going to drink the cup and your eyes will open and you will see the devil has been defeated. At that time, all heaven will break loose on the earth. The Lord said to me, every time you plead the blood, it is not for what the blood has, has delivered you from, but he said it's what the blood has delivered you unto. He said, if any part of heaven has ever locked you, Ryan, just plead my blood and open to you. One of these days, one of these Easter's. It may be 2022, maybe 23. I don't know which one it will be for you. But there will be a moment that your eyes will open. To know that the veil has been rent in two.
that the Holy Ghost testifies there is a new and a living way that's ripped apart that veil of his flesh and stone for us. The devil was thinking and Jesus was thinking. And he was planning that Jesus was also God, all of heaven, how was happy. Heaven was happy. Happy about the same event. But for different reasons. They were planning it was all to stand. Heaven said, ah, finally. And when he went into that, while they were they were plucking his beard, they thought, ah. You see pain, ah, he's hurting me. No, he said they plucked at his beard. Surrounded by sinners, they plucked at his beard. But while they were slapping him, they were fulfilling prophecy. They were doing this, the thing was happening. Hell was seeing it and heaven was seeing it, but they were seeing two different sides of the same event. Two different reasonings, two different perspectives. When they were, and then when they took him, and they took him there to scourge him, they were, they were whipping him. Tearing him apart. They were saying, pain, we're dying of brutal physical, everything that you did against us. Are you dare you come against the powers of hell? How dare you stand against Satan? How dare you rise up against the God of his world? How dare you challenge the prince of power of the air? But he was written as Isaiah said. As I, while, while they were weeping, whooping him, the word that became flesh was saying that he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was laid upon him. And by his wounds, we are here. While they were doing all that. Jesus was a fulfillment. Heaven was rejoicing. Isaiah was standing up. And I was saying, yeah, that is my prophecy. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Finally. Yeah. He could say, I'm a prophet. Isaiah. It has come to pass. They were longing for this. They were the prophets. Where they were, were rising. Since these are the things we spoke about. See, they stoned us as false prophets. But see, we saw him. Hal was thinking, the Pharisees was thinking one thing. Somebody else was looking at it, oh, shame, he was such a good man. Oh, the, like, even like the, the disciples in the room of Emmaus confessed, they were thinking, oh, we thought it was him, we thought it was him. Everybody with different views in the world, were, and, he, and he had a broad gathering of thoughts and thinking. A wide array of thinking about what they just saw. What they were seeing before their eyes. Who he was. And they were thinking, there was, there was a lot of broad-based thinking going on. They were mingled and you could, you could see all the different reasoning why, what they are seeing. Interpreting now their worldview, the view of what is happening now in the world, which was the crucifixion of Jesus, the passion of Jesus, happening right before him. But, but heaven, on the other hand, was thinking straight. Heaven was confined into the eon of the Christ. The, uh, uh, heaven was singing, seeing this thing through the eyes of Isaiah, uh, through the eyes of the prophets, through the eyes of David, uh, through the words of Jesus himself. Uh, he, heaven was seeing, oh, but, but, that uh, you may bruise here, but here, but her seed will crush your head. Heaven was thinking straight. Everybody else was thinking wide. They were thinking without boundaries. They were thinking without direction. They were thinking in this area. But heaven was straight like an arrow. Heaven was narrow and compact. 
entered into the path of eternal life. For straight is the gate, and narrow is the way that leadeth unto the way. The kind of the way that we find in Christ Jesus. It was a narrow thinking. That's why the angels did not rush in. Papa God didn't shake the earth at that time. He understood that in his narrow thinking, in his straight thinking, that this was a fulfillment of the, of the prophecy that he gave unto the serpent in the beginning. For straight is the gate. And so you have to think straight. That's why it says of Jesus before Pontus, consider him, Paul said to Timothy, who, who professed, uh, how the good confession before Pontus Pilate. Why Jesus' thinking was this straight? I come to bear witness. So this was I born, to bear witness of the truth. He was thinking straight, talking straight. Ah, Zeremokriadias. Whenever people was around him, now Jesus, that's why it says that, that Jesus, if my kingdom was of his world, my followers will fight. Other words, he, whatever man was appraising him, uh, giving him a, a compliment, he never strayed in his thinking into that dimension, never. He understood. My kingdom is not of his world. My true followers are not the ones that you see here. They have the ones of another kingdom. The ones that are with me, if they, if I, if they, there you He was thinking straight. They whooped him, they beat him, they destroyed him. And they was there, and they said, come down from the cross. If you be, if you be, see, he cries unto Elijah, let's see if Elijah will help him. But he just looked up. He said, Father, forgive me, I don't know what they do. Into the hand that I'm in my He was thinking straight. The Pharisees were mucked all over the place. I couldn't even hear clearly. And they breathed. They said he gave up the ghost. And suddenly there was an earthquake. There was darkness. There was earthquake. And the first man that really fought straight was a centurion. He said, Tuli, he was the son of God. And then suddenly, his straight thinking was seen right there in the temple. Into holy of holies. There was a, there was a, a straight narrow tear from the bottom, from the top to the bottom. The veil was rent in two. His thinking was always straight. Constantly, there, there, while the people were languishing there, the disciples were there, and Peter was weeping, and, and Judas was hanging himself. There, right there, there, there in the valley of the earth, where he, he, he descended. Aha. He threw up open the palaces and powers, he was thinking straight. On the third day, he came out of that grave. He found uh, in many appearances, but he found this two to the road of a maze we looked at it recently. And they were thinking all over the place. Is he slow of heart? Always, uh, you're you always slow to understand, you're dull, you do, to understand the, the ways, the, the thoughts, the, the prophets, the scriptures. And he put this thinking, this thinking, thinking straight on the road to Emmaus. You see, Satan could not think straight. Why? Because he was thinking crazy. The devil thinks crazy. Huh? That's why when Peter said to him, you will never go to the cross. Jesus said, ah, you. You mind, you savers, you think uh, the things of man. You don't, uh, you don't think the things of God. You think you're not thinking straight, devil. Get behind me. And then he was thinking, then he said, okay, then I am going to kill you. Really? So you say, I'm going to, yeah. And he went and tried to do it to Jesus. But the Bible says, if the princess of his world has knew, have understood the wisdom of God, the Sophia of God, they will never have crucified the Lord of glory. The devil and all his cowards was never thinking straight. Neither any of his cronies on the earth. They were not thinking straight. But it says, but, but, uh, if I, I said, when we speak, 
a certain type of wisdom among them that are mature. Among what that are mature? To them that are mature in their thinking. Hey, there's a certain type of wisdom that is only available to the straight thinkers. There's a certain type of wisdom that is hidden to the broad thinker. Because the ways of the world not only, and the thoughts of the world are not only broad, they are crooked. They lead it to the ways of death. It comes to tendeth to naught, it comes to an end. The devil himself was outwitted by his own mind. His own tendency to think broad. He could not think straight. Therefore, he could never understand the wisdom of God. Therefore, after he said, what was I thinking? What was I thinking? Therefore, he is still trying till today to influence the thinking of man. What is God wanting to do? We, we looked at Ephesians 4.17. Says they no longer let us no longer hence will no longer walk. Let us read it in Ephesians four seventeen. In Ephesians four seventeen, says this I say therefore and testify in the Lord that you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their mind. Having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God. What did Jesus say? Straight is the gate, narrow is the way that leadeth unto life, and there's few that discover that. What are they cut off from? The life of God. What was he talking about here? Thinking. So, what way then? Why were they not uh, getting there? Because they were thinking. But how, but how is the broad, uh, how, how is the gate that leadeth to, to away from, from life unto death? It is wide. How is the way? It's a broad way. What was he talking about? The way you think. And so he was saying, the problem here, that these guys, and you were one of them, you didn't think straight. Your thinking alienated you from the life of God. So let us no longer walk in the vanity of our reasoning like others walk. It's time to think straight. To think, what does it mean? Thinking straight is, 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 is thinking within, within the ways of the kingdom, in, within the narrow gate. So when it was in that scriptures, when events was unfolding, the Bible narrated for us. It says when the people came, they, they, they came to be healed. It says this, this, this he did, so that it can come to pass. He himself took our infirmities and bore our transgression. So when they look at the, all the healings taking place, the Bible then tells us if you want to think of this event, think of events like this. It's one scripture. It is on point. This is scripture says, Mark the perfect man. Uh, it is a Ezemetra Agosha. You put a marker there, it is a narrow space. It was, uh, it was, it was, now, so when you look at that event, think of in that. Think of in the confines of in the, the, the parameters and the dimension of that. There are many things, it may be many things, but in order to enter into that gate, you must, uh, you must uh, be like the camel. That move with the eye of the needle. Is a magraidos. Is a midrino mugramanandridiaza. Anything in the law is where you must think straight. Yeah. Is a magraidos. 
that you may move straight. If you want to move in anything in God in this life, you want to be preserved in this generation, just at the bare minimum, just not to succumb. Just to avoid funeral this, 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 uh, this. Sometime between now and December. You have to think straight. When you think straight, your mind straight, you will look straight, you will speak straight and act straight. And your progression will be straight. Until it's away. La graha sucra mariva tika moka atasa. La prova zirvaiza. So, element drava Dios. And so you have to, anything in God can only be entered by straight fingers. You must enter by a straight gate. <laughs> Narrow. Narrow space. Imagine this was a door. A door. This was the kingdom of God here. Let's call it healing. Let's call it deliverance. Let's call it the power of God. Let's call it your destiny, your purpose, your, the next phase of God for your life, the next season, your kairos. You know the room in front of you. It's called Kairos. It's your blessing. It is your promise. When it comes to you, it comes broad, presenting in a broad way because it happens physically. If you were as thin as this paper, if this was your circumference, it's just thin like that. You would have ceased to exist. You understand? <laughs> we would not. You would not be a. You see. So by nature, that we know that you are because you are you are nice and full. You understand? You have dimensions. You have the length, the breadth, the depth, the height. Yeah. So you are always presented broad. Is a also. So anything in the kingdom, you want to enter the gates. The gate is always straight. Straight means narrow. Confined. Ele dravon gita moga hazama. Tachi samu kapasi tama. Tale zavugaza. Eti me osa. Ahe me no osa gavai da dreti atias. Just even even progression in 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 the, even in the old tabernacle, you enter his gates with thanksgiving. You come. If you thank somebody like this, are you confused? The person says, "What? You don't come over thankful." Thank you. It is expensive. Thank you. Do you understand? So in the, in the coming forward, pray of singing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It is not narrow. It is expensive. But it says when you come before the Lord, it says bow before his footstool. You are now compacting yourself. So then they laid before the Lord. The priests are laid. They became narrow. They became compacted. To enter into the dimensions of the Lord. Therefore, you took the ark. You, the, 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 the tabernacle was broad. The ark is the middle when he met, when he met between the cherubim. Ah, it was. For straight is the gate. But leader unto the way. So everything of God, when it appears before you, it will, the gate into that thing is very straight. And so you have to look at the straight gate. Look for the straight gate. In the world, you are taught to think broadly. You're going to look for commonality. You're gonna, but in the kingdom, is a straight gate. 
Heisema Grahens. Siba yo mukidiadas. Limiti ukazama retire. Why? Because you enter into that new phase of your life, that dimension of the spirit, that experience of God, that revelation of the world. You have to think straight. Think straight. Because it's a straight gate. Elemegrado vozionos. Hmm. Oh, I have many things I can tell you. Eba reveals. Uh, and suddenly there was a sound of a mighty rushing wind. The wind came from somewhere. And then when it entered, it went for all the house. That's why it tells you. God is omniscient. Is omnipotent and is omnipresent. He's everywhere, right? But yet in his manifestation, he tells you. He says, let God arise. Arise where from? God is everywhere. But when he tells you in your illumination and the revelation of God, he'll say, I saw a throne. And one sitting from the throne like a man, the appearance of a man. Why? He was compacted there. Now he says, now let God arise. Now, Elimendraos. What did he say? He says, isn't the king, we, we spoke about it the other day, eh? the 11, yeah? It's 11. Where's the 11 hidden? And what happens then? Always is a matragas. The kingdom in the earth comes in a and so in your life, uh, and this is the exhortation of the Lord to you this, uh, um, uh, this, this morning, is that you must uh, think straight. So that you can enter into every straight gate that represents your opportunity and your progression in God in 2022. Think straight. La gravidas. Therefore, even with, with Moses, he said, There's a place by beside me there. There's a, there's a narrow place. There's a straight place there for me. And I want to pass by that straight place. Understanding you and you're going to move in the way, in the God's kind of life, not the human life, the common life, so you can suffer common fate and be under common bondage and, uh, and have a common demise. We're not talking about those things. We're talking about the straight gate, not the one that leads to destruction. For the thief come about to steal, to kill, and to destroy. We want to get out of the way of the thief, yeah? I don't want to. I, I don't want to be 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 in in the in the in the in the path of the stealer, or the killer, or, or the destroyer. <laughs> no. I want to see my cry, I want to be in the. I don't want to enter by the wide gate. No. I don't want to be traveling on the broad road. No. Is the I want to move in a place where I'm camped around by the angel of the Lord and the Lord. I want to be camped around by the songs of deliverance. So for that, my brother and sister, I have to think straight. I have to start by straight thinking. So everything about me becomes straight. Think straight. Aim straight. Space straight. Aim. Into, into. Ah, le So I think. So, 
So when God was seeing events, that's what the scripture tells you. That's what the gospels tell you that. Uh, it may come to pass as written by the prophet. And it may come as is written. It is, it is written. Even Jesus said to him, you know, when you think about all these things that you've seen, but did not your law say? He said, you're not thinking straight about this. Let me help you think straight. That's not your and he quotes the scripture. He says, everything that you're seeing now, uh, you think straight about it. Think in the what it is. You want to locate, locate God, locate Him right there, and you'll understand this. You must understand. If you're going to think broadly, think outside of thinking straight, the opposite of what Jesus said. Your worldview, your view of world happenings, your, the happenings in your world, well, you will not you will think like the devil thinks. You're not going to see God in the things happening. You're not going to see God. That's why they can't see when good comes. Because good comes straight. Uh, he didn't he tell you. He showed you there when he was on that cave, in that cave, on that mount, Elijah. There was a there was all kinds of happenings. Evangelists would tell us if you look at sound waves or the wind that tore, the earthquake, the fire, it would peak, it would be broad, it would be but a whisper. On the monitor, it would not even make a a, a, a in the spectrum of sound, it would be narrow. And where was he located? He said, Elijah. There he is. Why? He could find God. No, no wonder he dwelt in the open heaven. That's why he said, he said, he said, he said, Martha, Martha. You were overburdened with many things, but uh, uh, but uh, Mary had chosen what is most needful. Uh, she has picked the narrow thing. Ah, this one. In the Bragadosh. And what happened? It led to the life being restored to her brother, Lazarus. Do you understand For straight is the gate and narrow the way that leadeth unto the life that was given to Lazarus. Gila Mahadra Vigyod. Zindizama Zikatias. Zira Verde Verde Rose Voga Ega. Baro Vesino Mazas. When Jesus and I want to say this just by the way, in um, the gospel of um, Saint Matthew, chapter number six. Verse number nine. It says, our own father, after this man is therefore praise, our father, which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. It says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as it is in heaven. The words that mean to come there means to appear, to make one's appearance to come before publicly. It means to come into being, to arise, to come forth, to show itself. To find place and influence. I'm saying this because of what I'm going to say now after this. It says, Thy kingdom come, 
So, other words, a mangra avigio. When you read, when, when I say to my brother, come. See, when he come, he knows I mean move between time and space and arrive. When I said come, you already knew I'm saying that he's going to move towards you. I already expected him to come and take time to get to me and travel. And it took effort, time, distance for him to get to me. Thank you, my brother. So he, he came. So when we say kingdom come, we think that way. So we've been the kingdom come. Thy world be done in heaven and earth as it is in heaven. I was, um, I think we were, I don't know who I was with. Was it yesterday that I said the angels just appeared? Yeah? It says, the host of heaven, when they announced Jesus, it says, suddenly they appeared. They was with them. They have a host of heaven. I said, where did they come from? How did they travel? We were talking about time and distance effort and how we think in vision and how that is an impediment to experiencing a moving in the heavenly in the spiritual realm. So when we think kingdom come but all it means appear. But yet he says the kingdom of heaven is like one that hideth. And when he that findeth. Do you understand what I'm trying to I'm saying, man, when you read the Bible, straight is the gate. Wide is the, uh, straight is the gate, narrow is the way, believe unto life. You think eternal life. Like Martha thought. The resurrection on the last day. Time, distance, effort, or lapse in one day, less than us all. No. But when you read the Bible, when you see that, that it's life as in the Zoe of God, the life that Jesus brought you and me, the life on the inside of us, it comes when we, it comes by the straight gates, the narrow way. It leads to the appearing and the manifestation of that Zoe. Hey, where is destruction? In the sweet by and by. No. Just, you can go, you, just Google the story. You will find many news events. Just in the last 24 hours. You, you, you say die. D-I-E, die. You will find the news accounts. And even though, even sometimes also you graphic images, and you will see a dead person there. You will see the event of somebody dying. You find, say, fifth. Do you understand? Where is destruction? Sinning, killing, and destruction. Where is destruction? Yeah, with us. On earth. Where is life? With us here. On earth. Where? On the sin side of you. What I'm saying is that when you read that thing, that scripture, straight is the gate, and narrow is the way that leads unto life. You must know it is here now. So I, whatever the way, it's going to be in the straight gate in a narrow way. We have to shift and begin to think straight. You have to, you have to walk that way. So I think straight. I'm a straight thinker. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father, for straight thinking. For as a man thinking with his heart so easy, I straight thinking of the heavenly kind to be spiritually minded. Amen. Solomon tells us, and they're going to go because we're out of time. But Solomon tells us he went by He went by a man, by a house. And he says, there were weeds everywhere. The walls were broken down. 
says, immediately his heart, his mind, he taught him, he spoke, he taught him. He says, a little slumber, a little sleep, a little folding of the hand to rest, and scarcity will come. He said, you know, will, will come upon him. And he says, poverty, like an arm bandit. What he was saying, where did he get the thinking from? Straight thinking. It just shot out of him. Ah. It became a famous ancient proverb. Why? He didn't think, oh, hey, what is this? There's, uh, you know, no, he compacted what he was seeing into one space. And draw a heavenly conclusion. A straight conclusion and make. In life, too, you must become a straight thinker. In Empower Daily today, we say that the one thing that you haven't have to do is you have to, you start by teaching good thinking. Independent thinking is what you need. This is the spiritual mind. He says, you know, he's a judge of all things. He cannot be judged by. Maybe it's a certain mind. You have to begin to have a mind that is uh, that thinks out of illumination and revelation of God. Out of the living word. Straight thinking. You want to find the entry point to every opportunity of God, every experience. I talk about everything. I don't want us to. I, I was saying to a young man yesterday. People think wrongly. The church in a broad scale for so other words. Spirituality and spiritual things are thought about in theoretical and philosophical ways. And that is a deadly thinking. It is a broad thinking that came from this world. So I mentioned and said that the first thing, and I mentioned the man of God in which I got born again under, and I, I mentioned that in his in the school for moving in the supernatural. The first thing thing that must be but they must blow to pieces in smithereens. I'm saying this as an example. Of how of white thinking. He said there is, a, there, is a, there is a common saying. Do not be so heavenly minded that you are, no earthly, you are not earthly, any earthly good. And the man of God said, and it is true. That, that statement originated in how it was it was birthed by the devil himself. He said, You cannot be any earthly good unless you are heavenly minded. If you are gonna be little earthly good, you must be literally heavily, heavily minded. If you're going to be much uh, uh, earthly good, you must be much heavenly minded. Why? So Jesus, our Father, which art in who was the most heavenly minded being that ever walked the earth? Jesus Christ. My Father in heaven. My Father. My Father in heaven. Hey, the Bible says, from whence we look in heaven, heaven must retain him. From whence we look, so let your mind be and uh, reflection be the things of heaven. Now, and yet they teach this from pulpits. They speak it from, they speak it, it, it is common. You know that person doesn't know God. Be very careful. The next time the devil can be prophesying to you, giving you counsel. You cannot, but all scripture, the New Testament destroys that statement from the beginning. But why do we people think like that? They think wide. What the why? It's the, it is the way they lead it to destruction. Therefore, they are destroyed. 
They now they look for the devil that is killing them. Now it is that statement. That thinking, that mentality. You cannot be any earthly good without being heavenly minded. Thy kingdom, thy will be done on isn't so how will you know what the will must be done on earth if you don't know what is being done in heaven? Therefore, you conjure up and you'll be uh, because this world and the things of the world are possible. So, otherwise, so Christians think of the heavenly, of the spiritual as an uh, as a, as a option. When I speak like that, they think that's option. So that's why, that's why the tongue talkers, the prophesiers, the tongue talkers are the most messed up in their lives. Why? They don't understand what they're doing. They don't understand that God, who is a spirit, said, let us make man in our, our image, after our likeness. And then the spirit, after he has spoken to himself, is an informed man, then he created man. It's an informed man from the dust of the earth. Spirituality leads into practicality. Spirituality is practical. The spiritual is practical. That's why when the most spiritual man showed on the earth, practical things began to happen. The blind saw practically. The deaf heard practically. The crumple began to walk practically. The dead were raised practically. The, the lepers were, 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 were practically. So why ain't practically things happen? Lives was changed practically. Businessmen that were successful left their businesses behind practically and followed him. And their lives were super, supernaturally blessed, exceedingly blessed, and became a great impact for the generation practically. But thinking. So when I think of heaven, I say that heaven always moves into the practical. The invisible into the visible. Amen. Hey, he's, he's going to appear. Amen. Amen. He, he's going to appear. Yes. Yeah, so what it tells you, it tells you the trajectory of the invisible. It will become visible. So I was, the, the trajectory of the spiritual is always to become natural. To manifest in the flesh. To manifest on the earth. Therefore, he ain't promising us that all the, all the physical will disappear and become spiritual. He says the spiritual will become. Right. So he, but the God that is hidden now shall be seen openly. Every, every eye shall see him. That means if the Alpha will be seen, and that same Alpha is the Omega, and if the one that is first, the same one is first, is last, and his trajectory is, uh, is to move from the invisible to the visible. Then spiritual things move from this. The invisible come to visible. So whenever you think element, that must now manifest physically, and it must now become what is what is a mystery will become unveiled. With nothing hidden, there's nothing hidden that should not be. So every utterance comes to pass. In the spirit, when you speak, ah, it's coming to pass. We must think of the spiritual. Stinking thinking. We must get to narrow thinking now. Straight thinking. It means there's a straight path of the treasure on the inside oozing out, emanating out, moving out. They're practically affecting lives and affecting changes. It's time to think straight. Amen. You're thinking twisted, wide, out, outside of the confines and the entry point into the supernatural and the kingdom of God. But now, in this hour, yeah, no better time but this week, yeah. 
Gale Minunza, for the first time in a long time, in, a, in, in two years, you are coming to Easter, and you're going to know you're going to be in church in Easter. Do you understand that? The Easter before last year, the Easter there, it was always, as Easter coming, we always know you're all going to be sitting in your area. Uh, so use the opportunity to get into straight thinking, straight loving, to move into the kingdom of God. Say, neighbor, it is time to think straight. I'm ready. Are you? Let's stand. Hallelujah. Glory. Can I have the worship team, please? Amen. Glory be to the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to this message, and we hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to change the way you see and know Jesus, leaving your life empowered, envisioned, and enriched. For more messages by Prophet Ryan Jacobs or for more information about the Empowered Church go to www.empoweredchurch.com or view our YouTube channel, Empowered Church TV. Feel free to come join our life-changing services.